Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes. Hello, Nick Hayes. I'm Lana Hill Kawani. Oh, hello, Lana Hill. Um, <laughs> it's it's a topic, uh, this is a really good one, this Experts Podcast, and it's a theme that uh, uh, there's very few brands out there that have good spokespersons or at least someone who can respond off the cuff, you know, okay. free thinking yep. and being able to, to get... The solution. Important skill. Uh, you'll hear it on talk radio. You'll hear it on talk radio where a lot of brands will come in and take talkback callers and, and the issues are coming from left, right and centre. Yeah. And they're not always easy. And it's also quite frightening. Yeah, it can be. Unpredictable. Quite frightening. Well, who else to have a chat to than Jane McNamara, who represents NBN... Uh, well, probably the you know you got a few internet issues you got a few you know <laughs> Wi-Fi things going on. They always want to have a chat to NBN. Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh. I'm really excited to be here with you both. You are one of the most professional uh, representative of a brand. I said representative <laughs> of a brand. Uh, that can handle talk back. I don't think there's anyone better than you in Australia. High praise. Wow. Thank you. That is uh, That blows me away. That's very uh, pleasant feedback to hear. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> you're responding well to praise here as well too, Jane. But Jane, how do you do it? I mean, because I've listened to you around the country and, and particularly here in Western Australia where you do take, you know, maybe a half an hour of calls from talkback callers that are, are, are spruiking problems from, I can't get my, I can't get onto this and that, or to, you know, I can't play my favourite video sort of thing. How do you do it? It's a really good question and I probably haven't spent the time reflecting on that, to be honest. I think, uh, you know, a few years ago when I was uh, presented with the opportunity to represent NBN as a spokesperson, uh, I must admit I was quite nervous. Uh, You know, I, I do have a history as a journalist, so I really understand how the media works, but, you know, that is quite different from actually uh, being a spokesperson for, for an organisation. Yeah, totally. And Nick, what is it, for the listeners that haven't heard Jane on the radio, what is it specifically about Jane's talkback approach that you think works so well? I, I think that the nature of the topic, one, uh, MBN, uh, it yeah. always doesn't, it doesn't, when people think of MBN, they always think of uh, internet outages. Yep. There's a lot of, obviously, negativity that can fly around with it. They don't ring in and say, oh, g'day, Ollie, uh, my internet's working at a so-and-so megabit per second. It's awesome. <laughs> They're always ringing in with, oh, my God, I can't get it, or especially with a rollout of something of this nature and size. But it's so reassuring when you have someone that not only turns up, answers and responds uh, in real time, not saying, look, let me take down your name and number, I'll get back to you later on, because I know a little bit that will happen and need to, but to be able to answer the, the, the questions in real time as it's happening, it is such a powerful thing for brands to take on board. Be upfront. Be representative. Be out there. Yeah, have a voice. And have a voice and take ownership 
of the issues that are going on. And if you can do that well, you're, you're going to be far far further than any other brand. And Jane, that is what I love about you because I think what you do is that you give an assurance to those customers of yours that everything's going to be okay. I agree. And what was really important when, you know, taking on that role, it's a really serious role. You're, you're representing your company, but also it's about being transparent and accountable. And that's something I take really seriously as well. I want to be accountable when I'm representing NBN, uh, on the radio or in any media interview, I want to make sure that I'm creating that connection with the community and making sure they trust me and, you know, that my reputation precedes me. And I think when I think about potentially the work that I've done to establish that credibility is being an expert, being a subject matter expert when it comes to NBN, when it comes to connectivity, when it comes to broadband, you have to be able to demonstrate that you know what the customers are experiencing experiencing and then committing to rectifying it or helping uh, to make sure that they have an excellent online experience. Have you ever had a really spicy, angry call? You know, something that you just want to throw water on and <laughs> walk away? Uh, look, there's there's been many. Uh, there's been many. And that's because, you know, connectivity is, it's complex. It's tricky. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's technical. People, you know, and nor should people necessarily be experts when it comes to broadband. Mm. Uh, so, you know, there's been many occasions where I'm sure I've been uh, in the studio with Ollie or, you know, interstate. Um, and if, you know, people could see my face, it probably... Probably <laughs> tell a, a thousand stories, but uh, look, it is. But I think the the more you do it, the more comfortable you become, and of course, having that depth of knowledge as well means that no matter what the question is, you usually are able to respond. And respond in a way that's meaningful for the community or the listeners. Yeah. You know, being able to uh, present the information in a really digestible, understandable way. Mm. And they can walk away going, okay, I, you know, I'm going to go do that. Or it's okay, Jane's going to come back to me and we're going to work through this and we're going to solve yeah, it. Yeah, I feel heard. That's what they want, isn't it? And, and it's 50% of it just turning up, but the actual responses as well. And and that what I, was what I wanted to ask you, Jane. How many scenarios really are there? I mean, yeah, we've got outages. Uh, we've got connectivity problems. Um, I don't know how to press the button or, you know, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. Um, God, I'm cracking myself up. Stop I'm liking the voices. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's Nick I, likes the voices it's too. What I'm planning to do in another life. But how many problems really are there when it comes to NBN? Because, and let me just say first, it's not really not just an NBN issue. It's connectivity issue, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I don't, sometimes I like to think of it as challenges, Yeah. you know, because uh, often, you know, what actually ends up happening and, and you talk about those kind of scenarios. One, I think it's, um, you know, the amount of education someone might have. So sometimes it's actually, how, how do I use the connectivity, um, you know, for my home purposes or for my small business? How do I make the most of the connectivity? Uh, and that's why, you know, we, we spend so much time doing things like talk back because we 
know we have a such an important part or role to play in helping educate you know the community and listeners or readers of any media that's a fundamental priority that we take really seriously um, so I think that that's the first kind of category and then I think there's also um, as you rightly said sometimes there's problems uh, sometimes there's outages uh, for example today we're responding in Victoria to some terrible storms um, that have happened there overnight yeah. and you know power's gone out so people's connectivity goes down so you know helping um, helping make sure people understand what to do you know if if something happens there's an incident like that or maybe they can't get online and then I think there's things like um, you know actually how to make the most of it as well so we spend a lot of time talking about making sure you're on the right plan you know there's different sorts of plans make sure you do your research uh, it's really important to think about uh, you know our world has changed so much you know every everything is you know we're working from home we're learning online from home businesses are you know online at True. home yeah so, you know there's it's always going to evolve those challenges Nick so I think yeah. it's really interesting we what we had as you know those uh, those buckets of questions 18 months ago are quite different mm. to what we're hearing now and, and they will continue to evolve. Well, that, that sort of leads me into my next question is to, to how has COVID really uh, worked the business? I mean, never has probably there been more pressure for us to be more connected uh, the fact that we are working from home, that you know we are concerned about the fact that we can't visit loved ones, and the internet and broadband and the the whole ability to just to reach out, it's so important. Has has that been a big thing for MBN? Are you conscious of that uh, each day that you're going? You know, we've we are really bringing people together when governments are trying to keep us apart. Look, it has been the most powerful motivator. Uh, for myself and my colleagues, we take that responsibility so seriously and it has been such a motivator for the organisation over the past, you know, 18 months coming up, two years now. Uh, and it gives, you know, a huge amount of pride to an organisation and the employees that we know that we're making sure people can, no matter their situation or circumstance, they can still connect and do all those things they need and want to do. Uh, so, yes, it, it's been um, the absolute focus. I think for all of us, it would be the reason we get up and keep coming to work every day because, um, you know, we know really uh, how much pressure was on us and the network yep. uh, and how amazing to reflect and go, it stood up. It stood the test of time. It was probably uh, one of the most, I would say, pressure tests of the network, of this infrastructure project across Australia. Oh, you came out flying. I, I've got to admit, I mean, even when the even the little impact it did have on us here in Western Australia, uh, this is where head office is, but we've got offices in, in other states, is that at home, at my home, NBN had just gone in. I couldn't. I couldn't even download a Netflix uh, episode at one point where I live. But when NBN kicked in, I've not just got Netflix going. I've got fourteen other different <laughs> services running at the moment in time. Although I do know when to, to keep it thing. But it was such an important time. Yeah. And I think that. I don't think we we really recognise. I think it's only when you're missing it mm. that you actually respect it or. Or, or have a, a an outward sort of reaction to going. Oh my God! What can I? Why can't I? I can't do anything without it. Yes, and you know, it's that thing. It's people look at NBN and connectivity like any utility. 
you know, water, gas, you just expect it to work. Yes. And when it doesn't, my gosh, you know, um, yeah, everything gets real very quickly. Uh, so, it, you know, it has been uh, really quite rewarding to reflect on uh, how, how well the network has stood up. Um, and no matter what scenarios play out, as we've kind of experienced other states going into lockdowns and things like that, it's very resilient. Um, regardless of the amount of demand on the network, no matter where you are, um, you know, it, it, stand, it has stood up and it continues to stand up. And, you know, we I guess the one of the important things for us, however, is um, we don't just stop. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we have to because of how quickly um, you know our world is evolving and our demand on things like connectivity. We don't stop. The investment continues. We continue to evolve because we know that that is just one point in time. This demand is going to be forever growing. So do you feel like you're winning the battle, Jane? Like, obviously, I, I love, as Nick said before, I love the fact that you're just showing up in the first place to take the calls and have the conversations. But obviously, it's a positive brand, you know, thing that you're doing by getting out there into the media. Do you feel like you're, you're winning the battle out there with the people? Yeah, I do. I really do. Uh, and, you know, I guess that's the the motivator for, to your point, to, to keep fronting up um, and to lean in yeah. all the time to um, not just the good times, not just when we've got some amazing research um, which shows, you know, how many people are connected or what people are using their connectivity for, but the tough times too. Mm. Um, you know, for example, I remember um, earlier in the year, you know, I, I got asked to go on Millsy's program and that was a tough issue. Right. You know, that was, um, you know, an issue between um, NBN, uh, one of the phone and internet providers. Uh, Millsy also got on the telecommunications industry ombudsman. Oh, wow. Eh? And, you know, you got, you have to be ready. Wow. You, it can't just be you know, for the good times. Yeah. It's also got to be um, when things aren't going so well, you have to be prepared to answer the tough questions too. Like a marriage. Oh, yeah. Through <laughs> <laughs> good times and bad. Sometimes more, and in health. Sometimes more good than bad, sometimes <laughs> more bad than good. But you know what? I think that is it. It, it is you've got to take the good with the bad. And I think that the more that you front up um, – on the bad, there's a, a sense of respect that comes from yeah. not just the media, but the people that are listening. And it's not just even NBN. It's just that, hey, Jane can help us out here. Mm. Sometimes you even hear, you know, media personnel uh, just saying, Jane, let's get on to Jane about this. They don't say NBN. They say Jane because Jane's the human front of it. You know, the NBN is that big rollout infrastructure that has been put in there. But Jane's a person at the yeah. other end that can talk to us and tell us, how can we fix this? Because I think brands, I don't think enough brands do that or have enough representatives that can do it and do it well. And you have to have care. You have to want to make a difference and help people. And that's what I love about being, you know, a spokesperson and representing yep. NBN is I deeply care about the community and making sure that people have a great experience. And, and Jane, I, I can mm. hear that in your voice. Yeah, same. Great that, voice. It is a great voice for it, but I actually know it's not just a voice put on. That is genuinely you. Yeah, and look, I, uh, you know, it's um, it's not a new thing. I've always been this way, <laughs> um, I promise. Well, NBN have done well to, 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 to find you oh. and to put you there. But, I mean, your time as a journalist, and, you know, has that helped you sort of show a little bit more empathy to, to the way things are reported and the way things are discussed in the media? 
I think so. Absolutely. It gave me such um, great foundational skills um, and a, a great curiosity um, for everything. And I think that helps uh, when, you know, you you need to go on and, and take talkback callers is that curiosity and passion for information means that, uh, you know, when you, when you work in an organisation like NBN, you're always searching for more information. Mm. Uh, you want to know. You, you need the facts. It's not just enough for someone to say, oh, well, you know, Jane, this is, this is the information. I want to deeply understand because only then can you actually, you know, respond or communicate or answer those tough questions you get from journalists. So I, I think it uh, it definitely has assisted me in um, having that that passion for information, that curiosity, the wanting to know. Um, and I think yes, the you know the the sorts of stories you get exposed to, the types of people you get exposed to as a journalist um, means that you have, I, I think that that um, that moral compass where, you know, you want to tell the stories, you want to tell all sides of the story mm. and let, you know, the reader or the audience make their own mind up. And I think for me how that's translated into this role is uh, I always want to get to the truth, I always want to seek the information and I always want to help. Ah, oh, love it. And, you know, you can hear that on the, you can hear that on the radio waves and, is it just radio? Do you do you do much TV and print media? Do you have to deal with those, with those pesky lot? <laughs> I love them all equally. Yeah, um, good answer. I do. I I never thought I would say this, but uh, I do love radio. I've yeah. really enjoyed uh, that experience, and and think it's taught me taught me a lot because the other thing is how those skills translate into other areas for yes. example you know engagement being yep. able to um you know uh present at meetings to go into the community to big town halls and you know talk about um you know the nbn that's mm. been hugely beneficial uh skill set um so uh, I have done uh, a little bit of TV in the last couple of years um, nationally, which has been wonderful. And, and that change from being, uh, you know, in front of a camera and uh, a journalist to now, you know, needing to be able to maybe just rock up and be the cameraman. And the journalist from Sydney is asking me questions down yep. a mobile phone and I've got no one to look at. Yeah. That's really challenging. Or <laughs> or a Skype interview. Yeah. You know, and you've uh, – that's so different. These things have kind of come come upon us in the last two years and that's been, uh, you know, quite uh, – it, it takes you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. You, to you, you'd hate to be doing a Skype interview uh, and, and your internet fallout while doing it on NBN. <laughs> well, that, doesn't, that doesn't happen, Nick. No, I know. And it would never happen. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's a crisis management uh, plan required right there. Um, uh, <laughs> what has been? What's been the? I, I know that you just don't work Western Australia. I know you work other states. What, what's been the challenges there? Because um, you know, I, I've, I'm notorious for naming places incorrectly and, and doing all sorts of <laughs> True things. True story. How are you? How, how do you cope with that? Is that because your team? You know, do you? you geographically locate and find out what is what's important to a particular area or mm, the way the suburb is actually pronounced oh, yeah. pretty important Coburn is Coburn okay <laughs> just telling you real life example it's not Cockburn <laughs> uh, it's yes it's it's it takes a lot of I think um, diligence on you know, on, on your part to actually do that research and I'm I'm very fortunate in that um, 
you know, I had the the exposure. I've been part of a national NBN team for a very long time. So it means that uh, you know you do you do become exposed to all the things that are happening in the various locations, no matter what state or territory they're happening in. And you've got uh, great teams on the ground in each location, uh, you know, who can actually bring you up to speed really quickly. Uh, but again, you know, I, I think about um, my commitment to being a national spokesperson for NBN means that you know, it's on me. Mm. I've got to be accountable to know the issues of the day, mm. to know what's happening in each location around the country. And I take great great pride in that, um, having that knowledge base so that, you know, at a moment's notice, um, you know, if I was to get a call, um, you know, to go to go on 2GB this afternoon or this evening, you know, I could with great comfort and confidence know that I know what's going on. Um, I'm very aware, but also I've got colleagues who I could reach out to at a moment's notice as well. Yeah. There have been some negative top issues that have popped up, and I know that sometimes the salaries of executives gets mentioned. How how do you feel? How does the media? How do you react to media that you know you've just done a really nice piece, a really good, heartwarming piece, you know, the week before, and then they're attacking you for you know the salary or or, or issues of uh, consistent. Uh, fallout in the internet. How do you personally cope with that? Because you've just done something really nice with them and then next thing you know, they're, they're having a crack at you. It, you. Look, I'd be lying if I said, you know, it's fine and you walk away and, and you don't worry about it because, you know, you, uh, you have pride. You want to feel great pride for, you know, your organisation and the role that you play. So it, it definitely does hurt. And I, I think if it didn't, there'd be something wrong. Um, but I think the way, you know, you have to be very objective mm. and you have to appreciate that, um, you know, that is just how it works and that's always going uh, to happen. And I've had quite a few occasions where, you know, you do, um, as any spokesperson should uh, be prepared for, you go in to do a certain interview about a certain topic or, or story, and you've got to be ready for those those questions Correct. or for those scenarios um, that you hope don't come up, but usually do, and you have to be ready to respond, and that and that's part and parcel of it. So I think it's um it's that thing of uh, be expecting it, yep. uh, being ready for it. Uh, but I think also not letting sometimes, um, you know, those issues or those topical, um, those topical things that uh, happen on an annual basis or those things that do detract yep. from the bigger picture and, and the actual purpose of, of what we're trying to do, trying not to let it detract and focus on all the good things and the amazing things that you do day to day and that you achieve every year. Yeah, one, one of the big things I do know about you and, and what media says about you, because I've done some research, I do do a little bit of it here, <laughs> contrary to what Lana thinks, I do go out there to, to find out. But most media I speak to um, love talking to you. They see you as a media asset. You're the go-to person. And I think it also has something to do with relationships. You build strong relationships with media and you're actively seeking them, aren't you? Because we know that it's a human touch game. This is, at yeah. the end of the day, as much as the stories are out there, it all does come down to that human relationship that you have. Um, are you natural at that? Is that something that you obviously you go out to do, but is it is it is it easy to do? 
I think it is definitely one of my strengths. If I think about uh, and, you know, when you when you reflect on um, things that you're good at or things that you need to improve on, uh, I, I definitely know and I'm aware of uh, that my ability to build rapport and relationships quickly is definitely one of my strengths. Uh, and it's something I take, you know, really seriously, uh, you know, and, and it's always been the way. And I think that is foundational journalism 101. Yeah. That is the first thing you get taught. And that's clearly carried through uh, in my in my professional career. So, um, and I think in any kind of um any kind of role, um, you know, stakeholder engagement, journalism, media, your relationships are your success at the end of the day. Uh, so I have spent a lot of time and energy fostering and building those. Um, and because also I love connecting with people, uh, I think there's something really wonderful about creating a network and relationships with people um, where they're mutually beneficial and you actually, uh, you know, love connecting, you love catching up, you love seeing how you can help them and, and vice versa. Um, and, you know, it's, I do get a lot of feedback from people around, um, you know, strength of network. Um, third-party feedback um, around that or, or people saying, call Jane, you know, or yep. talk to Jane about this. or And to me, that's kind of um, a key sign of success, that you're doing something right, that, you know, people trust you and they value, you know, you and your time and that relationship. And, um, you know, I think that's something that will, no matter kind of what role you know, I have now and into the future, it will always really be about, you know, those relationships, uh, those connections, um, and, and again, helping, helping people. Lana, I think we sometimes forget, don't we, that it, it is a two, it's a, it's a two way highway. It's a, it's a game of give and take, um, you know, and to not have you on side, um, Jane would be for any media outlet would be, um, it would, it wouldn't be good for them because they're not going to be able to access what you know, what you can respond to and what you can do. And at the same side of it is that, um, you know, um, the, the good stories that come from it. There are some great human stories that come from the connectivity. The fact that, you know, in particularly in the COVID times that we haven't been able to, to do the flying and, and catching up. There's some great success stories, both business, family, etc. I guess the point I'm actually trying to make, I'll get to it in the end, <laughs> is that, You've got to give and take yeah, in absolutely. any media relationship and it's got to be a relationship. Yeah, and clearly Jane understands what – and the NBN group understands what, you know, the media is looking for from that relationship. But, yeah, I think, you know, if I think back to, you know, uh, telecom, uh, the, the really old days, these were faceless brands and if I think about those sure. brands, they're sort of, you know, like a ring of steel or very sort of hard and concretey, and, you know, that's obviously not what consumers want now. So, yeah, and that relationship, I think media wants the person that's willing to get in there and have a crack. So, yeah, obviously it works for everyone. It does, it does. And I think, you know, having someone to be able to go to, it's just so important. What's the future for you, Jane? Because I think, you know, you've got these, um, you were the West Australian representative. You've obviously shown what you can do and gone national. Oh, God, where do you go now? It's is Jane it for PM. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I rate it very highly on that front. Let's let's just take a couple. I'll of, vote for you, Jane. A couple of rungs down from Prime Minister, but you know wh where is it? Where does MBN go from here? You've done the rollout. You're you're actually servicing. You're you're up and about. What, what's where does it go from here? 
Yeah, so I think it's a really exciting time because, as you mentioned, we've finished the rollout. Mm. So now, you know, we're investing in the network. It, it never really stops because, no. you know, the demand, we, we need to keep um, adding capacity. We need to keep investing in the network. I think the really exciting time now is to really bring to life uh, to the community across Australia how to make the most of this asset, how to reap the social and economic benefits that fast broadband delivers. Yep. So no matter where you're located, whether it, you know it's in regional Australia or in, in metro cities, um, how do you, whether you're a small business owner, you know, you're a parent, um, you're a student, how do you use this network to mm. your advantage? And that's the journey we're on now. You know, the infrastructure's there. How do we empower? How do we educate? How do we make sure uh, that Australians are absolutely loving their connection, but also making the most of it, whether mm. that be, um, you know, learning online, whether that's starting a side hustle small business, um, you know, maybe maybe it's telehealth, being able to access telehealth appointments because you're in, in regional Australia. Um, you know, no matter what it is, for me, it's uh, seizing the opportunity and realising um, those amazing um, opportunities that await you, but also how does it how does it make life easier for people? Mm. How does it how does it make it more convenient? How do you uh, maybe you get time back because you don't have to travel and can do some more things on you know online from home? So for me, that's the exciting part: taking uh, consumers and taking the community on this journey of um, making the most of the connectivity. Storytelling, how it exciting! Is, it is storytelling, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, yeah. And it is that human element side of it, and I. And I just see that the way that the world is moving is that you've never been more important. In fact, you talk about yourself being a, as like a utility. You know, you know when you're out of electricity, water, um, gas, but you know you've, you're you're one of the four. And it's yeah. and it's now not you can't live without water. All right, granted, but um, most people can't live without their internet. Well, no, they can't. <laughs> and look look around when you go out on the street today. And, yeah, you know, true and, story. And have a look at the. <laughs> Have a look at the people and their heads down in mm. their phones. It's mm. not just your computers. It's your phones. It's everything that's connected. Sometimes you can't even open your fridge without having internet connection. I mean, they, they, what, why did we put internet connection into why? our fridges? Why? Why? <laughs> why do we do that? Why? The thing, the thing I love the most about, and I don't like to, I know NBN is a utility, but I, I don't really think of it like that. The reason why is because we spend so much time um, as as a company, you know, on the ground, uh, talking to the community, educating, um, you know, making sure that you don't just know how to use uh, the connectivity, but, you know, you might need a, a higher speed plan or you might need to do something different. And we spend so much time investing in that. And I don't think that's like any other utility. True I think, story. You know, yeah, we're really different absolutely. like that, and we take it really seriously. We're out in every you know regional part of the country. We're in metro cities. Um, we have teams dedicated to speaking to people all day, every day, uh, and I think that's you know one of the best parts about about us. And uh, you're a utility built up in a world of social media, and you know with everyone throwing barbs and throwing different rocks at you from yeah. everywhere. You know those water companies, they were lucky. You'd have to send a telegram if you were upset. With them, uh, those True, poor a fax. Geez, they, maybe? Had it, they had it tough back then. Fax, come uh, on, a letter. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome to see. Jane, 
I love what you do. And, and I, I am being most sincere when uh, the reason I wanted you to get on the Experts podcast, because I think you are one of the best uh, representatives of your brand in and the way that you communicate with your customers. It's, it's just so refreshing to see someone who can stand up, take the good and the bad, and actually educate them and feel like they are part of it. And it's just it's just so rare to see. So thanks for joining us on the Experts Podcast. Thank you so much to you both. I and loved it. Good. And if people want to get in contact with Jane McNamara from MBN, uh, how do they do it? And and please make all your emails and correspondence nice because <laughs> this is the Experts Podcast. It's not, you know. It's not Twitter. <laughs> it's not Twitter. Correct. Well, look, my, my LinkedIn, uh, I'm a regular LinkedIn user, so please message me there if there's anything I can help with uh, and you know as you know Nick I'm, I always get back to those talk back callers um, so I, I will make sure I get back to anyone else that I can help. Well, Love all, it. All good at my house I can assure you at MBN <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> hey uh, another good one Lana. Yeah perfect thanks yeah. for joining us Jane. And, and for all brands that are out there and if you are a representative of your brand you know check out Jane um, because uh, most sincerely connect with her because she will help. She will support and, and, and a very good example of the way the human uh, can represent a brand and not just look after it, protect it or anything like that, but just ensure that its customers are connected and uh, feel that they're, uh, they're doing well. Well done. Thank you so much. Good on you. Well, look look forward to having you and Lana Hill back for another and Experts you too, case. Uh, podcast next week where we might be speaking to another <laughs> media or another expert. We'll see you then. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.